brother. I was trying to hang up my picture, and it literally just fell off the wall. <laughs> this is real life. This is Instagram. The super real deal. Sometimes things just fall. Yeah. I'm trying to class up a joint by putting things in frames, and stuff's just falling apart. Well, we can't all, like, have, like, a, a little museum like uh, Dr. Stinson does. He's got, like, everything's, like, perfectly framed. It's, like crisp mint condition but you know you know that 10 pounds of gold that i have it's a it's a 10 pounds of replica i don't have it with me obviously right now but uh dave marquez told me once you know that should probably be in a museum somewhere and i said why dave it's a replica title he goes the names that you have on that belt some of them aren't going to be alive much longer that was right before harley race passed Um, not that that's a not that that's a funny thing to joke about but uh yeah it's awesome, yeah. It's if you've ever seen, I mean, you can see it sometimes on our show. But uh, Rob's place, man, it's like he's his little studio is like a shrine to to NWA and pro wrestling. It's pretty cool. But yeah, some of us just have scarves hanging up on the wall. That's that's as best I can do. So hey, man, there's nothing wrong with the scarf. That's, that's true. That's true. Where, where's the NWA scarf? With all the freaking merchandise that's coming out from the NWA, why can't they get a decent scarf out there? That is true. I do have – this is my one piece. This is my uh, Mission Pro Wrestling uh, vintage-style poster signed by Thunder Rosa, signed by Lindsey Snow. So that's kind of my, my big wrestling uh, memorabilia. But this is Friday. This is the hot tag. We're back. J. Cal, thanks for – for carrying the load alone last week, but we're back. The uh, the number one tag team in the world, despite what uh, PWI says, is right here. It's Jay Cowan. That's right, baby. I mean, now that the signers are more or less retired, I, I feel confident that we can take that title of the top tag team of all of professional wrestling, even if we never step into the ring. At least all of professional wrestling podcasting. I mean, we've got to be. We got to be up there. I mean, I think we're better than, uh, never mind, I'm not going to drop any names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're specifically better. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but that's our topic today. So welcome to the Hot Tag. It's Friday. Uh, I'm Will Martin. He is Jay Cal from the Alliance blog. And we are here to talk about uh, my favorite news story of the week, the thing that uh, I pop the hardest for, and that is the PWI released their uh, cover and the top five of their uh, first ever uh, tag team issue. So it's going to be a tag team specific issue coming out in February and they're ranking the top tag teams. I think it's the top 50. Um, It's limited to the top 50. So, uh, but they did release their first five. So I wanted uh, Jay Cal and I to hop on here today. Let's talk about those top five. Let's talk about some of the criteria, who else we think is going to be on that list. And well, I, I mean, I want to congratulate the question mark and Aaron Stevens for nabbing that number one spot in the PWI 50. I mean, the, they put in the work, they put in the effort, they put in the hustle. I couldn't be prouder of the two from Mongrovia. I mean, praise the wrestling gods. We, they finally got it right. Well, we're, we're looking at different lists, I guess, because, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think they're on this list. What? Yeah, believe it or not, <laughs> believe it or not, uh, question mark, quote unquote, who uh, may or may not be Kratos, uh, <laughs> he and Aaron Stevens did not at least make the top five. We don't know. Maybe they 
jumped onto the list, but I doubt it based on the criteria. So <laughs> and I'll tell you, this is the top five that they put out on Twitter. Um, and then they also, uh, as they always do, PWI is very thorough, uh, despite what you think about them. They're very typically transparent about the criteria and things like that and trying to make it kind of a science. But uh, the criteria for these tag teams were uh, momentum, wins and losses, obviously, chemistry, which Jay Cal and I have great chemistry. That's why I feel like Ooh. we need to be on this list. We're also Absolutely. undefeated. We are undefeated. No one, no other podcast duo has taken us on and defeated us. So Nobody's true. ever pinned these shoulders to the mat, baby. Never. Um, <laughs> activity, obviously. I mean, you got to be active. Um, and then the the uh, the elusive it factor, which I love when they put like this very scientific criteria, and then they're like the it factor, which is completely subjective. Like the it factor for you can be completely different than the it factor for me. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. But that's that's their criteria: momentum, wins and losses, chemistry, activity, and the it factor. And the evaluation period was from October first, twenty nineteen, to September thirtieth, twenty twenty. And so that may be the reason. Honestly, why Aaron Stevens and question mark aren't, aren't on the list because they didn't capture the titles until after September 30th. So there you go. Question answered. That's why they got this note. Um, but here's the top five. So they put out the top five. Uh, some of this is a super surprising, but I didn't think, you know, bring it up. We can discuss it, give our thoughts. Um, number one was not a shocker to me, and that's FTR. Um, and just looking at their body of work over the past year and transitioning from WWE to AEW, not a shocker. They were the uh, uh, AEW tag champions for a little while until they just lost it recently. Uh, of course, that was November 7th, so that was outside the evaluation period. So during this time, they were the champs. Um, number two is Kenny Omega and Adam Page. A little bit shocked that they're that high on the list. Um, we could talk about that. But number three, the Golden Role Models. Number four is the North. And then number five is the Street Profits. And I think they're the highest ranking um, WWE team on this list. So uh, kind of interesting there. But J-Cal, just looking at those top five holistically, what's what's your thoughts? Well, I mean, look, there's no, there's no doubt about it. FTR is kind of like the measuring stick when it comes to tag team wrestling, at least now, at least in this era. Um, what they were able to accomplish in the WWE, I mean, they were a solid tag team. There's no doubt about it. And they didn't need some flashy gimmick to get over either. They just just got in a ring and wrestled. And, you know, fast forward, you know, they, they got out of their contracts specifically to go wrestle the Young Bucks because they wanted to show how much, how valuable tag team wrestling can be and how good of an art it can be. And for that, you know, yeah, take your hat off to them. You got to applaud those guys because that's, that's what you want in a tag team. Um, you know, I, I even read an article somewhere where they were a little disappointed in AEW's presentation about building up to this match with the Young Bucks because, again, we're talking about uh, one of the, in the past, one of the high, highest sought-after tag teams. I mean, IWGP tag titles, Ring of Honor tag titles. Um, you know, the Young Bucks, for all intents and purposes, were probably the best tag team in independent wrestling for years, and it wasn't even close. And then you get a team like FTR who didn't spend a lot of time on the independents. You know, they, they, they came in together. They, they started in the WWE. 
went through the machine, the NXT, the, you know, all of that stuff. They went through development. And again, they made their name in the WWE as just being a good tag team. So I, I, again, no question about it. They were the right choice for number one. You can't really even argue it. And it, I, honestly, I'm not even listening to your argument because you're wrong. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest shocker when I, when I look at that top five list, uh, you just hit on it, but you know, I, I think it is surprising that the young bucks are on there. I think it's also surprising that instead of the young bucks in the top five, we've got Kenny Omega and Adam page. Um, and I think a lot of that's going to have, has to do with the fact that they held the titles, right? So if you're looking at wins and losses, you're looking at activity, you're looking at momentum, which was the number one, um, factor on here i mean i I can see how kenny uh, kenny omega and adam page had momentum throughout the last year um and they were leading up to the inevitable breakup but but regardless they were winning matches they were champions they had gold um and so i I guess that's gonna be why but i think you know I, i agree with you i mean when it comes to ftr and i've said this over and over i mean they are hands down the number one tag team in the world um regardless of if aew is your cup of tea or not if you're going to talk about strictly tag team wrestling and you're going to look at all the promotions um you know indies included you've got to see that ftr is the hardest working team they're the best traditional tag team in that you know these are not two singles competitors that just came together like kenny omega and adam page or like WWE loves to do with people, um, they are a true blue tag team. I mean, they came up together. They have worked together. Um, they, they're, they're a tag team. And the obvious throwbacks to, you know, Arn and Tully or Arn and Oli, uh, Brain Busters, you know, and then having Tully in their corner, which is a really cool nod to, to just historic tag team guys. Yeah. Um, that's a really cool thing for me too. And for us, especially as NWA fans, um, that's a really cool tie there. But I mean, they have, you know, the, the impact that they made on AEW when they showed up and that kind of like, Oh crap moment when they showed up and you're like, FTR and the young bucks is going to happen. You know, like that was the first thing I thought. And, yeah. you know, that momentum factor that they put on their list. I mean, they, they definitely had it. And, I'll agree that the 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 build up to that FTR Young Bucks match was a, a little bit lackluster. Um, I think they could have drawn it out, or they could have done more. Um, there was a whole injury storyline with Nick Jackson going on, and you know. But ultimately, I thought the match was incredible. From as a tag team match, that match was incredible, um, and I think that you know the, when you look at tag team wrestling in 2020. Uh, and we've talked about this before, but and I think we talked about this on our show on Sunday night uh, on the NWA pod, but you know, tag team wrestling has just, it, it's a lost art these days, you know, and it's one of the things that uh, sadly WWE has tainted a little bit because they've entered into this era of, we don't think tag team wrestling. Well, when I say we Vince McMahon, presumably doesn't think tag team wrestling sells. He doesn't think it puts butts in seats. And so he's going to use tag team wrestling to just get two singles guys over and elevate their career trajectory. And that's what we've seen. And sadly, a lot of promotions have, 
imitated that. But the good thing, I think, about AEW coming on the scene in the last year is that they were very clear from the from the onset that they were going to make tag team wrestling relevant again, that they were going to put that you know at the forefront. And they've had events where tag team matches were the main event, which is really cool. I think they should be. I think tag team wrestling has its place. And so uh, the fact that, you know, we've got, what, two two out of the top five or the top two teams on the list are AEW teams is kind of fitting because I don't really know that any other promotion is doing tag team wrestling at the level that AEW is right now. And so that's kind of fitting. Um, looking at the rest of the list, you know, the top AEW team, you got the Street Profits. Um, you know, admittedly, I don't follow WWE super closely. I'm aware of the Street Profits. I, I was aware of them more when they were in NXT because um, I'm more prone to watch NXT than I am uh, Raw or SmackDown. Um, but they're a great tag team. I, I'll give them that. I mean, they've they've got um, you know great chemistry together and, and they work well together. Uh, I know they've been champions for a good part of this year, so that's going to be a factor in that. Um, but, you know, WWE has largely made them the punchline of jokes, and they've had them in comedy bits with, with the Viking experience, Raiders or whatever they're named. <laughs> and, and so, you know, sadly, they're, they're not really represented there. Um, but what do you think about, about the rest of that list? Well, you know, you, you said you were happy or, or content with uh, number two being um, an AEW tag team. But, um, you know, I don't even know if it's the right tag team for me because I, I think I would have put the Lucha Bros up a little bit higher. I definitely, definitely would put the North as your number two. And and in some, you know, I did say uh, FTR and don't even argue with me at number one. Number two would definitely, for me, be the North. And, like, you can maybe argue the Lucha Brothers, but I'm, I'm not here to hear that. I'm here to talk about Ethan Page and Josh Alexander. I mean, these guys held it, the Impact Tag Titles for over a year. They were the most dominant tag team in professional wrestling. Now, I get it. It's Impact. And there is that, you know, we talked about the WWE's taint on the tag team division. Impact is, has this taint. It's had it for years. And it's it's hard for them to, sh- to, uh, to repel the image that they used to have. And it doesn't matter what they do. It's always considered kind of like to be a joke which is unfortunate because there's is good wrestling going on. I mean, they brought back the Motor City Machine Guns. I know they weren't around for very long, so you you don't want to throw a, a the top five award at those guys. I mean, they've got uh, you know they've got uh, the the pairing of um, uh, Carl the Machine Gun Anderson and, and and Gallows again, and that's a solid tag team. But again, you know they were a laughing stock in the WWE. They were used as a like you said a punchline. So you can't really put too much stock into that. But with with uh, the North, I mean, they were a dominant tag team. And Ethan Page, Josh Alexander, even before they got to Impact, they were a very well-rounded tag team. You know, they, you know, they are Canadian. They they competed in a lot of the Canadian wrestling promotions, but they were making their way into the indie promotions out here uh, in the United States as well before getting signed with Impact. And I really feel like Ethan Page and Josh Alexander, you know, if if a different environment existed. Let's say that the NWA could do a Crockett Cup and everybody was invited. Those are the two teams that are going to be in your finals, FTR and the North. No yeah. doubt about it. And um, a tag team match featuring those two, I think, would be phenomenal. And it would be almost like, uh, 
what, like a kind of like a, a the Brain Brusters, the Horsemen versus the Heart Foundation. I mean, do you kind of get that vibe? It's kind of like a uh, two really solid tag teams that are specifically tag team wrestling. Now, I've always thought Ethan Page could go out and be a solo star, but I think he's better and more well suited as a tag team because, I mean, no disrespect to the man, but. You know, single competitors are a dime a dozen, but there aren't a lot of great tag team wrestlers out there. And again, if that's something that you want to make special into your wrestling division, you know, with WWE, they just throw everyone together, and that's kind of uh, it is what it is. Am I am I getting fuzzy? Did you lose me? No. Uh-uh. Okay. Um, but I do believe that uh, the North should have been number two. That's my biggest objection because again, I don't think after FTR, I don't think there's anyone that's really close. And when it comes to tag teams, I also saw that the uh, uh, Sasha Banks and um, Bailey are on that list, and I think that's a good idea. But again, it's it's that same thing, all, excuse me, all over again. Um, two people, you're throwing two singles together. I know their history in NXT. I know that they feuded. They've they've been best friends. They've been worst enemies. And I just feel like this is so convoluted. We've seen the storyline for so long that, you know, we didn't really need to have them as a tag team. You could have told a story without putting the belts on them. They should have saved that opportunity for uh, a, a duo that would have done better with the belts. Um, you know, Asuka and Kari Sign, I think, would have been uh, a better choice to have those tag titles around for a much longer time. Um, but again, it's all sub- it's all subjective. These lists are are put out to sell magazines and to get people talking, which you know we're we're buying into it right now. We're talking about it right now. But um, at the end of the day, you know you're not going to see somebody on that list like um, the Bodega. You're not going to see somebody on that list like the Wolf Zaddies or you know Eli Drake and James Storm because that's there's not as big big as exposure for those teams as there are obviously the WWE and AEW and to a lesser extent. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, because I did see the Gorillas of Destiny on there, which I do like that. I do like that name on that list because those, I mean, those guys are fantastic too. Yeah. I think, you know, I was going to, you know, have us speculate about who's on the rest of the list. I think it's really tough because, um, you know, I agree with everything you just said. And when I think about, you know, the fact that James Storman and Eli Drake as tag champions should be on that list, but because of COVID, um, the activity wasn't there. So they're probably not on the list. I could be wrong, and we'll, we'll see when the full list comes out. And like, I, I think that this is a weird time to start that because it's going to be full of WWE, AEW, because they were they were operating during this time, Impact to a, a slightly lesser extent, and then New Japan. I mean, I think that's going to really dominate these rankings because they're the ones that have been active. Um, so, you know, that's going to be a big factor in who you see on there. And we'll see if they do the list again next year, what it looks like and how, um, you know, some opportunities come out for a lot of the teams that you just mentioned and for NWA tag teams. And as that gets going and, um, you know, I, I'd love to see some of those names on there, but I think if I'm speculating right now, I, I'm pretty positive it's going to be dominated by WWE, AEW, New Japan probably top three. Um, now, on that list, um, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you had mentioned that it started from, like, what, October of last year? Yeah. So October of 2019. So one tag team from the NWA who might be well-represented on that list, maybe a little bit lower towards the end of the totem pole, but, 
Um, they won the NWA Tag Team Championship for a ninth time in 2020. I'm talking about a tag team that's been wrestling for damn near 40 years together. And I'm not the biggest Rock and Roll Express fan. I don't love Ricky Morton. I don't love Robert Gibson. But I will say this. These guys have been in the ring uh, competing for longer than I've been alive, and I think that's pretty damn impressive. And the fact of the matter is that those guys – we're still wrestling at a high level, whether it be the National Wrestling Alliance, Ring of Honor, the New Japan Pro Wrestling shows. Hell, they were on AEW last year. Let's just put that into consideration. This tag team from guys who, again, are old enough to be my grandpa have been wrestling for so long that these dudes are just, uh, I mean, I guess they're not old enough to be my grandpa, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, these guys, they should be on the list. And I think um, if they're not, I think, I think that's that's a, a wildly uh, uh, missed opportunity because of again what they were able to do in the last calendar year. They they won the NWA tag titles. They were in Ring of Honor. They were in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And I mean, it wasn't like they were the sideshow. They were teaming with uh, Tanahashi. You know, they were they were a part of the show. So it's just uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it works out. But you know, that might be your one and only NWA representative on that list. Yeah, sadly. I mean, we've talked about it uh, a lot um, in the past as well, but, you know, NWA just before the pandemic and the pause um, just really didn't seem to have their footing about them in terms of tag team wrestling. I think they they were trying to get things going, and I think um, Eli and James Storm were were setting a lot of that in motion and uh, and certainly having Rock and Roll Express around holding those belts for a little while was helpful to to elevate them and to make it relevant again. But, um, you know, it's it's just kind of been a tough year for – all of wrestling, um, but specifically for, you know, a lot of these promotions like the NWA who haven't been running. So, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see. Um, I don't know the exact date. I know that that issue is marked as the February 2021 issue. Um, so I don't know if that comes out like in January or December. I don't know how, how uh, what that cadence is like for those issues. Um, but it'll be really interesting to, to check that list out. I'll definitely have to buy a copy and, uh, you know, put it in a frame and frame it up and have it all nice. The first put it in the museum, baby. Yeah, the first ever tag team, uh, PWI top fifty. So that'll be really cool. Um, but yeah, tag team wrestling, man. Long live tag team wrestling. If nothing else. This is just another feather in our cap to say, you know what, tag team wrestling's still here. Uh, people still care about it, and at least enough to make a top 50 list and put it in a magazine. Um, and so people are still talking about it. So we're going to obviously keep talking about tag team wrestling as much as we can, but um, it's just good to see everyone else talking about it. And it's good to see teams like FTR, who are at the top of the list, uh, really focusing on bringing tag team wrestling and prominence back so yeah great discussion always fun to hang out on friday here on the hot tag uh i am will martin with this is the nwa podcast uh j cal what you got coming up this week so next week is vacation mode so uh your boy j cal we will be pushing out content although it won't be live so we'll still have uh, a pre-party that'll be previously recorded we'll be doing a um of course we'll be doing uh the thursday uh Alliance Guys podcast, but again, that will also be pre-recorded. And next Friday, sir, you're on your own, buddy. All right. I got it. I got it. 
Well, I am with This is the NWA Podcast. We will be live on Sunday night. We are not in vacation mode, sadly. <laughs> but not sadly. We've got a fun show planned. Uh, I've been talking to the other guys in the Bearded Trio, um, and we've got some cool stuff we're going to do. Um, and stay tuned to us on social media. We're going to do – this is uh, Survivor Series weekend, I believe, this weekend or next weekend. So we're going to do a uh, Survivor Series 1990 cast party watch-along. So we'll be pushing a link to that, and uh, I think that's Undertaker's uh, debut. So uh-huh. kind of putting the cap on it, this upcoming Survivor Series is kind of like the tribute to him and the supposed, you know, retirement and, and all that kind of stuff of The Undertaker. We'll see if that is true or not. But uh, So we're going to go back and watch the first one where he appeared. So that'll be fun. So stay tuned to, uh, to the NWA pod on social media for links to all that stuff. Uh, but for J-Cal and the Alliance blog, this is the NWA podcast, the Bearded Trio, the National Wrestling Alliance, everyone that we know and love. This has been the Friday Hot Tag. Always a pleasure to out. Always a pleasure. And until two weeks from now, since you need to go on vacation, uh, we will see all of you guys then. So thanks for checking it out and, and for hanging out. Get positive, stay positive. <laughs>